Hello folks, this is the Beantown Podcast. I'm Rob Simon with my esteemed colleague, Connor Supreme Hopewell. And all I got to say is sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Today, we will be revealing our stances on who are some of the most dominant athletes of all time and why they dominated during their careers. We will be covering the majority of athletes from various sports and will also include special guests sharing their views. Well, let's get ready and let's get into it. Hey, Connor, how you doing, buddy? I'm just doing fine, Rob. How about you? Not too bad. Um, well, when we're talking about dominant athletes here, I got to start off with basketball and my main man, Shaquille O'Neal. Because there's not going to be another basketball player. Size-wise, he was 7'1", 325. 325. Uh, I don't even know how to explain that. But uh, This guy was a four-time NBA champ. Um, 2000, 2001, 2002, and in 2006. Um, three-time NBA Finals MVP and... 2000, 2001, and 03, MVP in 2000. Um, you got anything to say? Uh, I know that uh, the rules were changed in the NBA back in the early 2000s, uh, where zone was uh, first first introduced to the league because uh, Shaq just couldn't be covered one on one. I know about that. Uh, his MVP year, he was unstoppable. He scored just about 30 points a game. Just about 14 rebounds and almost four assists a game, which four assists for a center is not bad Pretty numbers. Impressive. Pretty not impressive. bad numbers. Um, his jersey's numbers were number 34 was retired by the, the Lakers when he played for the Lakers. Um, number 32 was retired by Miami where he won a ring there. And LSU where he played college ball. Uh, number 33 is retired at LSU. Um, don't don't even get me started on the um, the amount of awards, the All Star appearances, fifteen All Star appearances, Hopi. Jesus Hopi. Christ, fifteen, three time All Star MVP as well. So, this guy was some serious business. He couldn't be stopped. Rookie of the Year in '93. Um, nobody could guard him just because of his size and strength. He's probably the strongest player of all time, don't you think? Uh, yeah, probably the strongest player. Up there with Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, and probably him and Big Wilt. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I that's that's my guy for the most dominant. Let's. What do you What do you think? Well, uh, I'm just gonna say that I agree with that. I think off of pure size and athleticism, Shaq is definitely up there. But uh, I wanna I wanna mention a guy. You probably know him, Kobe Bryant. Oh, Kobe often uh, talked about in the conversation of the best basketball player of all time. I think I think I think he's very under talked about in the GOAT in the GOAT discussion. It's usually just Jordan and LeBron, but come on, where's Kobe? You know, I he's got Kobe five rings. LeBron. He's yep. got he's got five rings. Come on. Well uh, he averaged twenty five points on his career, including an unheard of thirty five point four points per game in wow. two thousand five to two thousand six, which is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's a five-time champion, a two-time finals MVP, 
an NBA MVP, an 18-time All-Star, 11-time first All-NBA team, 9-time NBA All-Defensive team, a 2-time scoring champion. Him and Shaq are pretty much the most dominant duo, I believe, in sports history. On L.A. Yep. On L.A. I think they How could've... many rings did they win there? Uh, I believe three. I believe they did win three, yeah. And uh, I think if they could have got the locker room together a little bit better, they could have been quite the dynasty. Oh, but they had quite absolutely. a couple of special years there. And uh, I want to bring in a special guest we have with us today, Keyshawn Sanders, who's going to talk on his favorite athlete, uh, Kobe Bryant. What do you uh, have to say about Kobe's dominance, Keyshawn? Well, um, Kobe Bryant, in my eyes, is top three in the NBA of all time, of course. The man was the most lethal scorer of all time. 81 in one game? Unheard of. Except for Will. He dropped 100, but that's a different time. The man was able to play in two different eras of dominance. He played against LeBron. He also played against Jordan. And in both eras, he gave both of them the work. Me, personally, Kobe's top two. You know, it goes Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. But, hey, Kobe Bryant, Shaq, I agree. Shaq's probably one of the most dominant players of all time. But when you bring in the Mamba, just know, it's bucket time. It's bucket time. Um, Thank you for uh, the invite. I'd also like to to mention that in Kobe Bryant's last game in in the NBA, this guy was old. He was his knees Pretty were beat up. beat up, shoulders beat up, and this man managed to drop 60 points in his final game in the Pretty NBA. Um, I'm, uh, it's just it's mind blowing, but um, it's it's a new, it's a different kind of mentality you gotta have. These yep. guys have the um, to be that dominant for that long a time. Kobe Kobe hates losing. Almost as much as he loves winning, you know what I mean. He uh, he's got real passion for the game, and uh, he never he never gave up. He always left it all on the court, and I think that's very important for a dominant athlete. It's all in, it's 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 ninety percent in the head. All right, uh, we appreciate Keyshawn for your words. Thank, Thank you. you for the invite. And now we're gonna switch it up to football. All right, well, starting off here, I'm going to start off. Um, the first player I'd like to mention is, I think, the most dominant f- football player of all time. The most dominant football player of our decade. And, well, the past two decades. None other than Tom Brady. Um, Tommy Boy. He's appeared in eight Super Bowls. Let me get started with that. Yep. Um, he's won five of them. He's going to win another this year. <laughs> yeah. yep. Um, and five of the Super Bowls they won. He's won MVP in four of them. Um, he's a 13-time Pro Bowler. Um, a three-time first-team All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro, two-time Offensive Player of the Year, three-time passing yard leader, four-time passing touchdown leader this guy just has all of the traits to be a good QB maybe lacks a little on the lower body mm-hmm. a little the speed but mm-hmm. this guy his his mental his mental strength is just he's Not unfazed compared. he's unfazed by anything he's always calm cool and collected and that's what makes him dominant um, 
He, in 2007, he passed for the uh, most touchdowns in a single season, 50, which was later broken by Peyton Manning. But, son of a gun. But, well, now he holds a record, second most touchdowns in a single season, 50 in 07. Um, 07, he almost completed the uh, second undefeated season of all time. They lost to the, the Giants. Um... Just recently, I uh, hope he didn't. He uh, he broke the uh, eighty thousand yard most most to, uh, all-purpose yards of all time with eighty thousand. Yep. Eighty thousand. Eighty thousand. How many football fields is that, Opie? Let me remind me. Uh, too many to count. Yeah, too many to count. Too many to count. You got anything? Well, uh, you know what? Nothing better than a little bit of home cooking. Uh, Brady's a Foxborough boy. I was uh, fortunate enough to watch him play my entire life. Um, I know nothing but greatness when it comes to Patriots football, and uh, I think it's going to be quite a rude awakening when uh, Brady decides to hang him up. Uh, he's led us to many, many uh, AFC East titles. I think it's pretty much guaranteed every year, and uh, he's just utterly the most dominant, in my opinion, athlete of all time. He's just a winner. He knows how to win, and that's the most important thing at the end of the day, you know what I mean? I do know what you mean, Connor. And to add to this, I think he's the most clutch-performing NFL player of all time as well. Um, this man, when it gets down to it and the the going gets tough, he stays calm when others may uh, when others may shake in their boots. Mm-hmm. He stays calm. He stays cool. He stays collected, and he does everything he can to get the win. Like in the um, what Super Bowl forty nine and uh, fifty one against the Rams? Yep. Fifty one, uh, not the Rams. Forty nine was the Seahawks. Okay, well, also the Seahawks. Rams, and I believe. Uh, oh, oh four, maybe oh three. Oh four, yeah. But um, 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 we're gonna move on to the next player, um, Connor. I'd like to bring forth uh, to the conversation Dion Sanders. Often considered uh, the best cornerback in the history of the NFL. Uh, absolutely as close as you can get to lockdown. Uh, teams would change their offense to uh, to stay away from this guy on the field. They didn't even target his side of the field. Uh, he, he was just a freak athlete. He was too good to only have on the defense. He played on special teams. He played on offense as a receiver. Uh, That's when you really know a player's yeah. dominant when he's playing, when he's playing both ways. You know he's playing yep. offense, yeah, it defense. Looks, looks like Foxborough football out there. Yeah. Uh, career stats: 296 career tackles, 53 interceptions, 60 receptions on 784 yards on offense. Altogether, between offense, between defensive scores, special team scores, and offensive scores, he has 18 touchdowns and has accumulated. 4,314 all-purpose yards. Uh, this, this is guy, a defensive player we're talking about. Yeah, here. this is he's, he's putting up stats. Offense guy, offensive guys are putting up. Uh, I think he also changed a culture. He changed he changed the culture of football. He he made uh, football what the kids like to call today gangster. Uh, he he uh, he was an inspiration. And uh, I think a lot of I think a lot of African American kids looked up to him 
he was really Not the just uh, African-American kids. Well, yeah, he, he was I, I believe on, he was a pioneer. It. I believe he was a pioneer when it comes to uh, when it comes to great African-American athletes. And uh, I, I think he's just the best cornerback of all time. I think he's one of the most athletic players we've ever seen in the NFL. So, yeah. I like to, um, he's got a, um, shortly after he, his career, uh, he opened his own high school, um, down in Texas, um, and it's a very good football program, um, but this just shows you the kind of person that he is, he wants to see his community get better, he opens up schools and that I think that just makes him makes him adds to the dominance of him I mean now that we're coming toward the end of this podcast it's time for me and Hopi to uh flip the switch I just flip the switch and um we're gonna transition over to boxing and I know most uh most people think you know when we're talking about boxing you know, we're thinking about the Floyd Mayweathers, uh, Manny Pacquiao's, uh, Buster Douglas, Muhammad Ali. Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis, Buster Douglas, Rocky Marciano. But um, me and Hopi, when we started this podcast and when we came up with the title of this one, what we're going to be talking about today, we both agreed strongly that we should include Mike Tyson in this talk. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, Mike Tyson had one of the most dominant uh, primes in sports history. I think uh, he had a career record of uh, fifty and six, and in those fifty-eight fights, forty-four of them were knockouts, so seventy-six percent. And uh, he, when he lost his first uh, match to Buster Douglas. Uh, he was 37 and 0 before then, and a span of four years from 1985 to 1989, uh, right at the beginning of his career when he f- went first went pro in 85. Out of these 37 and 0 um, matches, when his 37 matches, he had 33 knockouts, which is unbelievable. Uh, you had anything to comment on? Well, uh, I I don't have much of a leg to stand on in this. Uh conversation i'm not a huge boxing guy but uh i do know mike tyson has to be uh one of the best and most dominant uh boxers uh of all time by far bar none um he he's he 33 knockouts out of 37 wins that's just unbelievable he's he's basically ended the match where and when he wants and and there's nothing the other guy can do about it, obviously. 33 knockouts is just... Uh, that's uh, unheralded. 44 in his whole career. 44 in his career. Yeah. Uh, it, that's just outstanding. How, how many wins in total was it? 50-something? Uh, he, he had 50... 50, he was 50 and 6 was his record. 50 and 6 with 40... What did you say? 44 knockouts? 44 knockouts. That is just unbelievable. That blows my in mind. In 50 wins. So yeah. he had 50 wins... 44 of the 50 wins were knockouts, which is unbelievable. And there's not been a more powerful punch um, in boxing before and now after. There hasn't been a more powerful punch than 
you know, a right hook from Mike Tyson. Hey, uh, um, Rob Simon to the arm might give that a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Connie, you're too funny, buddy. Um, but when people would go into the ring with Mike Tyson, you could see the fear in their eyes and because um, they knew that this man, this man was just going to be dominant against them. And they, they tried to do all they could about it, but, you know, most of them would fail. Even the guys he that won against Mike, the six that won, um, they didn't come out of the fight clean. I'll tell you what, they they were hurting more than Mike, and that you know that's just kind of got boxer that Mike Tyson is. He's gonna beat the bag out of you, and he's gonna end it as soon as possible. He's once, bad out of hell. Yeah, once once you give him that one shot, you're done for. All right, and. If he hadn't gone to prison um, when in 92, uh, this was right in his prime. And it really put a dent in his career because he could have made a, a much bigger legacy, uh, adding to the big, big legacy he already has now. But it would have added a lot more. Um, and, you know, it's what could have been, but... He didn't. He hasn't made a bad name for himself already. What do you say, Hopi? Yeah. Well, uh, frankly, I think uh, I think his his trouble with the law really derailed his career. I think he could have been. He, he, we really. He, he reminds me of Bo Jackson almost. We saw greatness when he was when he was doing his doing his thing. You know what I mean? We saw greatness, but two careers that ended sooner than they should have. Uh, two of the most premier athletes we have ever seen. I think it's just a shame we didn't get to see more of Mike. Yeah, uh, but, you know, he did return. He did return to boxing when he got out in uh, 95, but he wasn't the same. He wasn't the same Mike, you know what I mean? Uh, but, um, you got anything else to say, Hopi? Well, uh, like I said, I think it's just a shame that that... Uh, he had three years just uh, stripped away from him for his career, and um, I'm 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 not exactly sure of what the the circumstances of his case were, but I'm sure if he was in there for three years, he he probably earned it. But uh, yeah. Hey, we'd like to thank all the fans out there for tuning in to the Beantown podcast tonight. We'd like to recognize Keyshawn Sanders for joining us and our proud sponsors, Beats Headphones, Microsoft, and St. Laurent. On the next episode, we will be debating on who is the best Madden player ever. All right. Thank you. Have a good day.